0: Morning. Morning. You all right?
1: Just about. Yeah. Yeah. A bit early. I've not finished my first cup of coffee of the day yeah, yet, so well, least... you know the rules.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel bad talking to you. Rachel's
2: <laughs> going to sit completely silently for the next hour. Yes. I hope that no talking rule. <laughs>
1: oh, I'm switched into my professional head. Oh, good. I am um, Still a little bit morning husky, though, I can hear. Yes.
0: So... <coughs> I think um, I... I've just, I'm confused because we've done the last two at night And now it's bright sunshine in the morning I'm very confused Shall we get on with it?
2: It's, this, 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 you know, the phenomena has been happening for your entire life It's, that it's, <laughs> it's like during the day
0: and dark night It's not a new thing I don't know quite know
2: why this is confusing you <laughs> Shall we get on with it? Yeah
3: You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast we apparently live in a
2: society where people who go to festivals need to be told that putting their sleeping bags down the toilets is not a, not, not a very good idea. Did
1: you ever watch that programme, uh, Hunted, on Channel yes. 4? Yes, that, that was brilliant. Did you see the yes. one where the guy came out of Reading station yeah. and chased him all through Reading yeah. all along the canal and eventually caught him the Yes, man.
0: that was brilliant. Hello! Hello. I'm Hugh
1: Fort. I'm Rachel
0: Nemeth. And I'm Tom Canning, and welcome to episode 55 of the Real Reading podcast. Uh, We are Sons' guest. guest. We did this last week, Sons, didn't we? We decided what Sons meant. Let's not do it again. Um, We've got the usual features, including Fact of the Week, which is now hosted by our very own Rachel Nemeth. (laughs) (laughs) I was
1: wondering how many different pronunciations you can get out of my stuff. Well, I think Mrs.
0: Nemeth. Uh, and we also have Fort explains it all, which this week Hugh is about.
2: Uh, we've talked about the local elections and the importance of voting. Ah, it's a time where no
0: one likes politicians. You've written something, I haven't have you? Written. Yeah, it's very, very strongly worded. I enjoyed it. Um, got well, I've done that bit already. Uh, you can check out our new podcast website at realreadingpodcast.co.uk. Um, and in the meantime, if you would like to get in
3: touch with us, please do. Uh, here is Jeremy with Hal. Get in touch with the team. Find us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod. And search Facebook and Instagram for Real Reading Podcast. You can also email getreading at reachplc.com. Thanks, Jeremy.
0: Um, I wanted to mention I went to Cheese Feast this weekend.
1: Cheese Feast. Cheese
0: Feast in the Forbury Gardens. And I went on Sunday, so it wasn't quite as warm and nice as it possibly had been on, on Saturday. Yeah. But it was, it was great fun. It was it was lots of people sat around having a nice beer, eating some cheesy goodness. I had chips with southern fried chicken covered in cheese.
1: Oh, gosh. It was That's
0: just like... Mm, That's
1: sort of cholesterol like the, central, yes. isn't it? That
2: sounds like the sort of thing you'd eat if you had a massive hangover. Yeah.
0: Yes, I didn't. No. But, you uh, know, anyway. popped out. Uh went to Cheese Feast, it was great. What it else was, did they have? Um oh, there was there was, a, was like a the cheese toasty the toast cheese toasty standard closed, unfortunately by the time we got there. There was like mac and cheese, there was um other cheese based things. Sorry, I was just absolutely sidetracked by the fact.
1: Did they have bootans? Canadian putin? Ah
0: no, I don't think they did. Might be I may I may well be corrected if I'm wrong, but not as far as I know.
1: I've I've only ever seen it one place here in Liverpool. Right. They had a whole pouton shop <laughs> uh, that we went to. Uh, and it's amazing. It's like Canadian fast food chips with cheese curds and gravy. Oh, hi. And whatever other topic, like crispy bacon, something on Oh, top. hello. It's delicious.
2: So cheese curds, is that like... Cottage cheese. Yeah,
1: it looks like cottage cheese, but it doesn't taste the. I don't really know. It was nice. It's really nice.
0: I also bumped into a number of former guests of this podcast. Uh, they seemed to be all over the place on on Sunday. Uh, place to be well, right, it certainly was. Uh, John Luther from South Street Art Centre said hello. His daughter recommended the uh, Southern Fried Chicken and uh, Cheesy Chips, so that's what I went for. Mm. Um, I also saw Claire Slobodian from Explore Reading, she was there. Uh, Andrew from Time Trap Escape Rooms, who we've had on the podcast before, and of course, uh, Glenn Dinning, who runs the whole event and was on one of our really early podcasts. If you want to go back that far. Gosh, a veritable who's who. It really was, of the Reading Independent scene, yeah, and me. Good. And you. <laughs> I also saw my friend Rob. Ah, but... uh, yeah, Rob. Yeah, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. What well, have you guys been up to? Anything?
1: Oh, since we last the met? The usual family stuff, a bit of national trust, as you do. Oh, yes. And uh, play areas and play groups and all things children, really. I did go out for some dinner on Friday night to the old post office in Wallingford. Oh, okay. That was nice. What did they do there? With my girlfriends. Um, I had a lamb burger. Oh. And a raspberry and chocolate torte.
0: See, I don't really like it's lamb, good. but then I had lamb shank the other week and that was delicious.
1: Oh, lamb shank is yeah. good.
2: Yeah. I like mm. a lamb curry. I tend to go for lamb oh, okay. over chicken in, in, in Indian restaurants. mm
1: be the meat at the moment, yeah. They,
0: you know. yeah. <laughs> late bit of a late review. Hello,
1: <laughs> like spring? Ah, true, yes,
0: yes, yes.
1: Yeah, it was good. <laughs> about you, Hugh, what have you been up to? Uh, what
2: have I been doing? I played golf. On the weekend. Oh, I thought that How was going to be cricket, but no, you know, cricket starts next week. Um, I'm away for the first game, fortunately, because as the temperature is currently <laughs> four degrees outside with a icy wind, which I'm sure will stay the same for our first game, which is on the the uh, 29th.
0: Wow, comes um, around quickly. It
2: does, yeah. And we're.
0: Uh... Are you in good nick?
2: No, <laughs> I'm very rarely in good nick, <laughs> um, but um, always looking forward to it. And uh, just had a nice round of golf with a few of the boys from the club yesterday. I can't say. Anyways, is particularly good. A uh, certain unnamed Reading FC sports writer was, was also part of this game. Ad uh, Williams? No. Oh, I love Sadly, Sadly not, no.
0: Jonathan Lowe, who's just walked through the door.
2: Yes, as if on cue, Jonathan Lowe, yes. His, his golf is... Uh, Jonathan,
0: come and join us for a moment. How, uh, how are you at golf? We've just been hearing about your golf. Brilliant. You're brilliant at golf. Brilliant. Good, OK. What Jonathan
2: is... Better very- than you. <laughs> <laughs> well, well <laughs> Jonathan's score was better than mine however we, it transpired about 12 holes into the round that he didn't understand the rules of golf and so when he got a putt that was near the hole and, and we would say oh that's a good putt Jonathan have that one as is the way with golf that he didn't realise that you have to add an extra shot for the little tiny tap into the hole at golf so Jonathan's, all Jonathan's scores were one, one, about one off and, uh, the, but
0: he got a better score than you Which means that he's better better at golf than you.
2: He had a better round of golf than me yesterday. Well, yes, yes, well. I'm hopeless at golf. I'm I'm 37 (laughs) and I took up golf last year. Give me me a chance. You know, Tiger Woods is, is, you know.
0: Not quaking in his boots.
2: Has been playing since he was about four years old. Whereas I have not. Um, That was a bit
1: of a comeback yesterday, Had I been playing
2: since I was four, who knows? I could have won the... The Masters, was it? Wow. I think so. Yeah. yeah,
1: but it was not that I'm a golf aficionado or anything. But wasn't it ten years since he won his last
0: something like whatever. that? A de- yeah, a decade. Sorry,
1: yeah. His last competition. But I mean, he had I... some turbulent times, and I hope and had spinal surgery and fused his back and that, fused and that kind of yeah, and yeah. All sorts. Yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of. Yeah. I have
2: this is the level i appreciate golf when I watch on TV it is, I don't watch it very often because I get quite bored of it but I always think wow they can hit the ball a long <laughs> way. <laughs> that's about as complicated as it can get
0: just to finish off um, uh, we were watching the Reading match in the background last week and I obviously left at a really inopportune moment because Norwich had just scored to go in front go 2-1 up and I thought well that's that then I'll see you later and off I trotted only to get in the car
1: should have stayed to the bitter end and her it's, it's
0: always the rule never leave never leave a game. why always. would you leave a game?
1: or always leave and always, then yeah, then yeah, yeah. Then and then, then score they, again
0: <laughs> we
2: cursed it didn't we because yeah. we finished the podcast and then Norwich scored two goals yes <laughs> we should have carried on the podcast yeah. until <laughs> the end of the match another half an hour of me talking I think everyone, everyone, <laughs> everyone will want that well the figures so are good, good so far yes tremendous game really good game and they won again the weekend they so, did Means they're, ne- according to Jonathan, they're, they're now nearly safe. <laughs>
1: nearly safe? Yes.
0: You're either safe or you're not, surely. Well, no. Thanks, guys. Uh, time for Fact of the Week, which for the first time will be presented by our own Rachel Nimut.
1: Oh, good one. Thanks. Good I'm one. I'm working on these.
0: I, um, think,
2: I think if I was Rachel, I'd possibly put an apostrophe in Nemeth, and how it could, of course, start calling yourself Nemeth.
1: <laughs> ha- I've got an accent on the first E. Well, an apostrophe would be, even, yeah. Yeah,
2: be you, people might start thinking you're posh.
1: Well, All you know? Hungarian. <laughs> Reading Fact of the
3: Week.
0: Fact of the Week, Rachel. what have we got?
1: Did I get a jingle?
0: Yeah, you got a jingle. Yes! I mean, it's the same jingle that Hugh got, but you've got a jingle. Oh, good. yeah, good. I mean, I don't know how I can... Your, oh. your name's got slightly more syllables in it than... Now, than... before we
2: have the fact of the week, I'd just like to say Rachel's got a little bit of a tough task here because I have marked you've off... Used them all. Have... <laughs> no, 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 I have marked off some of the ones. <laughs> you, you I, not all oh, of them, there was sorry.
1: a few that I was reading through yeah. it earlier. I'm, just, I'm sure we've done that one. So... And obviously, there was a lot of potties before my time. Well, exactly, yeah. So I may not be aware. So I I've think seen.
0: repetition is what makes things perfect. That's what they say, isn't it? Practice makes perfect. So, yeah. you know.
1: Mate, yeah. So I'm going to do a fact and a myth, because they're linked. A f- myth. A, yeah, fact. Myth. Fact, and a myth. fact
2: and a myth. A fact and a myth, which are linked. So
1: the fact is that... Um, Charles Dickens dedicated Pickwick Papers to Reddin's MP, Thomas Noon Tolford. Tolford had uh, worked to pass a copyright act which became law in 1842 and helped to prevent the publication of pirated copies of Dickens' early bestsellers. Uh huh. Which made me think is there a link to great expectations? If he was yes, chummy with a good. local MP and then as I was flicking further forward uh, one of the myths in here is that Charles Dickens stood as an MP for Reading and announced his candidacy in uh, The Great Expectations pub
0: Oh really?
1: No, because oh. it's a myth. <laughs> <laughs> <Not true. laughs> that could not have worked out better. Yeah. So the truth is that although Dickens did visit Reading regularly and was friends with the Liberal MP Thomas Tolford, he turned down the opportunity to run as his replacement
0: in *The Great Expectations*.
1: In, we'll, we'll say that. Yeah, uh, presumably. He was in yeah, great we eggs. can't rule that out.
0: He was having a little drink.
1: He was having a nice pint. Someone said, "Do you want to be an MP for Reading?" He said no. And he said no, I'm all all right, thanks. But almost.
0: Yeah. Was it called The Great Expectations back then, do you think? Must have been. Yeah, it's probably no. where he got the idea for calling oh, his yeah, book. I'm sure that's
1: the reason. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean we yeah. are yeah. we are stretching this cultural, a bit, aren't we? <laughs> Cultural
0: appropriation, I think that is, isn't yeah. it? Or something. Anyway, things I, I don't think it's understand.
1: It's more likely that the pub was Later named after his book because okay. of the links. Okay. Probably.
2: I studied Great Expectations for A level. Me too. I've
1: read it about four times. I've read, I read it. love
2: it. I don't think I ever got to the end of it. That was sort of student I was, but I did read the study guide on numerous occasions. And there's a story in in the analysis of Great Expectations, which I can't broadcast because it's about an inappropriate subject. But I will tell you about it later on. Oh. It was very. Uh, it made us. So 16, 17 year olds <laughs> laugh quite a lot when we oh, spotted it in the. Uh, it, was, it was in the analysis of what Dickens was t- actually talking about in the book. It's very funny, but unfortunately.
0: Unbroadcastable. Yeah. Um, so there's two things I know about Dickens. Uh, I, I am not very well read, uh, but I obviously speak so eloquently, so it's a surprise to everybody. But the most Dickens I get is at The Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> And also, I very much like the line in Chicken Run, the animated movie, where uh, the farmer goes, What the dickens? And that's it. That's that all is got.
1: your experience of Charles Dickens. That is.
0: I think that might also be this week's title.
1: Oh, what the dickens?
0: Mm-hmm. What the dickens. Good one. Right. Um... I just need to mention that we are looking to try and buy some new podcast equipment so that we can all sound much, much better in your ears. If you would like to contribute or if you would like to sponsor the podcast for a number of weeks to be decided, um, please get in touch. Um, We just need a few quid to pay for some shiny equipment because I keep dropping this one. Or leaving it behind. Or leaving it behind, (laughs) yes. And it's permanent equipment that stays right here. Um, thanks guys uh, it is now time quite that, you chose that fact well Rach given the uh, fact of the thanks. week reach Reach. For my first yeah,
1: yeah, time yeah well done well good. done in fact, good fact and it wasn't a duplicate I don't think
2: so
0: no no definitely not definitely ah. not that is the end of part one I actually um, have
2: seen that fact in the book before but I thought that we stay away from tickets because I assume that no one knows know anything about it. As well <laughs> so yes. illustrates <laughs> As usual. I'm the
0: one that proves the chicken right um, right, that is the end of part one. Uh, in part two we will be back with Fort Explains It All.
3: This is Fort explains it all. Hey,
0: Hugh. Hello. It's your turn to shine.
2: Yes, I'm already feeling a little bit sore as I haven't taken up ninety percent of
0: the podcast talking. Like well, I've that's a, a very loud car outside. Yes, a motorbike it's a driving
2: a extremely fast down a very short and slow Fries Road and running.
0: <laughs> Good fun. So, uh, fa- uh, no, not facts of the week. Um, Fort explains it all. Been there, done marvelously as well i must admit what yeah. a debut
1: <laughs> yes i've set the bar one high one there the greatest debuts
2: ever seen she's <laughs> our tony yeboah
0: i think that's the same as scoring on your debut
2: absolutely so yes yeah, so today we're going to talk about um, the local elections and voting um, the we this, comes, this stems from a story we ran it, was, ran, it was a pretty unremarkable story, just reminding people of the, the deadline to register to vote in the local elections
0: um, leave the drawer alone,
2: sorry, leave the drawer <laughs> alone Yes, and we posted it on our Facebook page and it prompted a lot of people commenting saying, I'm not going to vote, what's the point they're all the same you know, all the yes. sort of things people say nothing, ever, nothing ever changes Essentially, you know, a really very strong result response, and and it's because and it's because of Brexit essentially. Why would I vote in another election when the the referendum of 2016 has yet to be enacted and is now delayed and delayed and uncertain and no one knows what's happening and everyone is well, I'm not sure everyone, but I am. Totally sick of
0: hearing about it. I, just a quick poll of the three of us: Who's sick of hearing about it? Me, me, me. So that's hundred percent.
2: I am sick of hearing about it, but I can't stop reading about it. Either, <laughs> so, unfortunately, because you not it? just
1: reading the same things over and over? Well, one thing I've noticed is that every
2: every every sort of six or seven weeks, a new Brexit MP suddenly makes a run for it. And, uh, we've recently had this man Mark Francois appear, who is a very
1: it's pa- pleasant. Passionate man about about <laughs> leaving the EU,
2: but he is um he's an interesting. I don't want to go, get political, but he's an interesting character. A lot, a lot of people <laughs> like him, and a lot of people.
0: So don't like him. so what? What's? I mean, I'm, I'm not going to ask okay. what's the difference between a local election and, and a referendum. That's f- hopefully fairly obvious and straightforward. But why is it so important that you vote in your local election?
2: Well, to it affects you directly. So, you know the generally the turnout in local elections is quite low. Yeah. So but generally the amount of complaining that people do about their local authority <laughs> is quite high. And you have to you have to assume that with the with the low percentage of people who actually vote and the high percentage of people who actually complain, then a lot of those people haven't voted to to change their council or to to let their councillors know they're not happy or to even to let their councillors know that they're they're doing a good job because obviously they do get voted in in the majority so there are some people out there who are happy to happy for them to carry on running the council so to not vote is obviously a right of anyone democratically you don't have to vote but then to not vote but to to say oh the council's useless you know why aren't they doing this why aren't they doing that you could have voted to try to get someone in who you're more suited to your own aims but if you then don't because you just have this mentality nothing ever changes you can't change anything by not partaking in yes. in it so it's a big kind of loop in that. if you don't vote cuz nothing ever changes you're never going to change anything so that's why everyone should vote in in elections, and in, in, if I could just go a bit further than Reading. Reading is a Labour council, and it has Conservative opposition, it has Green opposition, it has a Democrat opposition. So there is a range of mm. um, views, political views, represented, uh, and the Labour are in control, re, have have a reasonable majority. Uh, in other parts of Berkshire, there are very um, strong majorities. So. I use this example in the piece I wrote, and it's nothing against the council in question. Just, just to be clear, well, we, I think I know we, we spoke about these guys last week. We going to Bracknell, where there are forty-three Tories yeah. and one Labour councillor, <laughs> and people there are starting to moan incessantly about about the council there. Um, there's a very, very strong majority of one party, and if a lot of people came out and voted, it might still stay the same. It might, it might be just, just enough support for those people to carry on as they go going, But also, they might get more opposition on the Council. You have more opposition, which means the Labour the opposition or whoever the opposition is, can challenge mm. the, the Tory leadership on what they're doing. Likewise, in Reading, if you if you're not happy with the Labour Council, vote for someone else, try and get more representative in opposition. And if you're really, really unhappy, eventually down the line, the Council will change hands. And and that's all down to voting. If you're unhappy, like I said, if you're unhappy with how the council is going, you don't vote. As an individual, one, obviously, one, you know, elections are usually not won by one vote, but yeah. but there's there's a swell. And the more people who vote, the, the more likely there is for change or to to keep keep or keep count, certainly keep councils on their toes. If if mm. say in Brown, they lost five seats to op- to the opposition, that's quite a clear message to them that people aren't. Happy with either with them or with the, the national picture, with yeah. you know, because people do tend to often tend to in local elections, and there is a sort of way of, people do have this sort of way of thinking about I'm going to give the government a kick here as well to show I am unhappy. So, these, these elections could potentially be quite in- interesting in terms of people's attitudes towards the, not only the, the, the government but also the, the opposition as well. The two main parties um, tend to be from what we can see, not um, not overly popular at the moment. So it'd be very interesting to see it. And I just urge anyone out there who is dissatisfied or even satisfied to, to let the people in charge know if, if we get a low turnout, um, then which potentially is quite likely given the genuine <laughs> the levels general of feeling. disaffection at the moment is that things will carry on as they are. If, you, if people get out and give even if it's just to give, give people a, a good firm you know indication of the level of feeling then that, that's got to be a good thing and will lead to more efficiency and the focusing of the minds if you like.
1: Well it's in a couple of weeks this is it? Uh, May 2nd second, second,
2: Thursday anything. May 2nd yes honey.
1: I normally have had more things through my letterbox by now in the run up to this
2: you know who your councillor is,
1: Richard. Some,
2: uh, Richard. Dave, Richard Davis. E, yes.
1: Cavish, Cavisham Cavisham, there, Richard Cavisham, David. yes. I've got to be
0: honest at this point. No, I really. When you said that, I was like, "Ooh."
2: I think yours is John Ennis, who's the uh, okay. lead member for for housing, who works also works across the road from <laughs> <laughs> Um
0: I'll and... say hello to him next time.
2: I I do know who my councillors are, but they're they're in South Oxfordshire, so I'm sure I need and I have just recently moved there, so I need to do some research. I know their names, but I don't know anything about them. But I I shall probably vote. We've got an independent guy who's just come up in the village who who I who I know, so I will be researching carefully. Although I'm not sure voting in South Oxfordshire when you live right at the very edge of it is going to influence things much. I'm not that no, interested, not. In, interested in big collections in Didcot. So. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have to see how that goes. But yes, that's why you should vote. Good. Also, well, but if you, if you feel strongly you, you don't want to vote, that's all right as well.
0: But please do. But, but I would advise it. <laughs> Thanks, Hugh. Um, Rachel, anything else you wanted to jab in with?
1: Um, no, I don't think so. I just normally do quite enjoy when they start coming round and yeah. I can have a good old I'm the one when they knock on my door and I have a good old chat about schools <laughs> and parking and all sorts. And I do
0: quite I do find it quite amusing that obviously the roads near me have been started to be fixed a little bit as well. They're doing a big resurfacing project on Southcote Road. Southcote Lane, sorry, Southcote Road somewhere different. Um uh, which, you know, you know, great, but
2: yeah, you can be very cynical about it, can't <laughs> you? but um, but also uh, there's an argument. There's an election coming up, but also there's an argument. The road needs fixing, and the council is going through its day to day processes. Yes. Um, and it's not the whole council in wedding, So I I can t- I, I have yet I'm about to start going through all the all which uh, through which seats are up, and it might be the case that the the your seat in your area is not even not even up for election. So, so my cynical. So your cynical. My, <laughs> my cynical be, mind. But but, yeah, who knows?
0: Who knows? Thanks, Hugh. Um, That's that's great. Uh, We will be back probably in the next next week with another thought explains it all. You can hopefully next week. You're off next. Oh, we did know this, didn't we? We've had this discussion. Yes. Okay.
2: Well, we'll talk about it later on. We might be able to come up with something.
0: I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. Okay. Uh, Thanks, guys. Um, Moving on. Time for our random question uh, Rach do you want to go or is it Hugh's go I can't remember it's my go uh, oh he's Hugh's go uh, he's, he's lost how the chivalrous. fact how chivalrous yes, he's lost, lost the fact to the week and he's, he's, he's not oh we saw concerned
1: about my, oh, saw just, uh, about it, my it.
2: percentage of voice time
1: you yeah, you've <laughs> only got 85% of the podcast now I
0: know <laughs> here we go Hugh random question time what have we got this week du, 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 du,
2: du. we have got Where you used to love shopping.
1: Love shopping?
0: Yes. Oh,
1: gosh. When we were kids, is this? Yeah, that's
0: what I'm thinking. That's what I was thinking when I wrote it. See, mine was always the Subutio section in Toys R Us, which I've mentioned before. Coming into Reading, seeing that, going down the A329M with the big concrete wall on the right-hand side, coming into town through Cemetery Junction. And then you knew you were almost at Toys R Us and the Subutio section, which was amazing.
1: Did you know I used to work in Toys R Us? I
0: did not. Sadly, gone now as well, I noticed the other have day.
1: That effect on, I used to work in BHS as well. <laughs> <laughs> like the kiss oh dear. of death. Oh Sorry, guys.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm a bit worried for my, my future yeah. employment now.
1: Yeah. Children's World was a good one as well. What was Children's um, World? Yeah, so that was near, well, where Mother Care is now, yeah, isn't it, by like, TGI. Yeah. Oh,
0: I don't know that one.
2: And that so had a big had soft play type. Yeah, it had an adult entrance, but if you were a kid, you could just go in through a big sort of helter-skelter slide. Oh, and, wow. Yeah. It was
1: good.
0: Okay. That sounds fantastic. I we're used to in.
1: quite like going over to, um, we used to go and shop at save center It was called yeah. then. So you probably saw Sainsbury's. Hugh
0: outside trying to get into the nightclub.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, the age of six. We always used to go. be allowed to get a bag of crisps on the way out to have in the car on the way home. Cheese and onion. Oh. Although I did not... Psychopath. Uh, they had a big lighting department right at the back. And they had like... A, it was like a porcelain hand. Right. Like I'm doing a visual, which isn't great <laughs> on a podcast. And then the hand was holding a ball... Where the light yeah, was yeah. in the ball, and I broke it. In oh no! <laughs> my dad was so mad because obviously he had to pay for it, and he wasn't very happy.
0: Oh no! Yeah. Did you? What happened when you got home?
1: I blocked it out. Oh man! I can't remember. It was an accident. Where was this? Was no, it? I doubt I got my cheese and <laughs> that day. Where was this? At Save Centre. Save Centre. Wow. Yeah.
0: I usually get quite. Intrigued by the lighting section in in shop, used to wander around going, "Oh, look at the lights!" <laughs>
1: You're so special. I know, <laughs> special child. I
2: I've got quite a few memories of shopping in Ring. I just had a th- uh, thought about um, the going into Jackson's where they used to have the um, I don't know what it's called, but they used to go fire the tube, yes, oh, the, the money shoot yeah. Yeah. thing. I remember that, and I remember going in the glass elevators in Helles as well. Yes.
0: Oh uh, yes, with the, and they had the down the middle. They had like these sort of those weird sort of tubular lighting, didn't they? Yeah, the, yeah that was. Yeah, so that, that was. was quite good. Yeah, the glass I, elevators.
2: I remember. This is this is a memory of my youth. My dad, he would.
0: <laughs> there he goes.
2: He would drive into Reading to get and we. So my parents, my parents had uh, divorced. So when when we would spend the weekend with with my dad, he would come and collect us, and then we would stop off in town for him to get some like food and stuff for us. And um, he'd always park illegally in an unnamed part of Reading.
0: <laughs> right. Okay. He's and, just pointed at the area. <laughs> yeah, which it's, is very
2: close to here. And if you park there now illegally, you will get a ticket. So yes. That we, that we do not. It's, it, this was trying. Tw- fifteen years ago, so I don't care. It's um uh, Vashel Bash- Road. Yes. Oh, yeah. He used to park there, park there, and he'd say to us <laughs> he would say to us, If a parking warden comes, pretend to be foreign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and I then and run off into town to get to get things. And um so that's one memories of my dad my dad. It's I don't still know the... if you can give out retrospective parking <laughs> Does he
0: still work for the BBC? No. no. Typical privilege. Yeah.
2: He doesn't do it anymore. Um, <laughs> and um, so there's that, and uh, going to Virgin Megastore as well. That's buying t, buying heavy metal t shirts. And I know we yeah. touched on this last week, but we <laughs> spend a lot of time in Virgin Megastore. But what I really remember about uh, shopping in Reading as a as a sort of teenager is yeah. that you'd go into Reading on the bus with your mates, and then wander around for ages and ages and ages and ages, and, ages and, <laughs> and then go and sit in the food court in the Broad Street Mall and then go home and not buy anything because you don't
1: have any money. We used to get the 11 o'clock bus from Son in Common, Pound Return. Nice. Every Saturday with my friends. We'd get off in Friar Street outside the McDonald's, which had the showboat upstairs, do you remember? Yeah. Yes, I do.
0: Yes, I do. I do. I've been to and that one. And then
1: we would go down Smelly Alley to Strawberry Fields, which was like, the hippie shop buy an item of tie-dye clothing uh, as you do and some joss sticks probably because that's how we roll <laughs> and then we'd go back to McDonald's have some sort of burger and then go home again every week the same
2: did you ever go to rock around
1: rock around a retro uh, clothes shop
2: in the in the Bristol west arcade I think did we oh alright I only ever went there once to get some gear for a Seventies night, of Utopia. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I thought, it was, uh, yeah, I just remember going there, um, and it being really good, sort of retro and cool, and sort of. I remember even as it's, I think I must have been eighteen because it was, well, it must have been sixteen because it was, <laughs> it was for Utopia's seventies night, but. um thinking this is a cool shop and this is the sort of thing we should have more of. And, uh, <laughs>
0: more uh, retro. As you
1: purchased your purple flares, yeah, my, your orange flowery top. Which is what you're wearing now. So, Yes. yes. Firstly, it's it's obviously quite, took off.
2: It's and got this good use out of it. This is why I'm so annoyed at the demise of Rack because I used to buy all my clothes
0: from there and now <laughs> they're falling into pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, you, just, you just mentioning your dad reminded me that uh, I heard your uncle mentioned on the TV on uh, Saturday Kitchen, and I, I tweeted about it at the time, but I just That's felt right, like you just can't, can't escape, escape the thoughts.
1: Yeah. Oh, when you came round to record the, the podcast last week, I did have Great British Menu on, and then I uh, thought, I'd better turn it over, because yeah. <laughs> you will think... It'll be on uh, there. Yeah, if, um, yeah, to my, I just very
2: quickly, my uncle's had a very really unusual career resurgence becoming a t- TV celebrity... At the age of I think he has been doing British, great British menu for about ten years and he's seventy two so, <laughs> 72, 71, Seventy two, seventy one, something like that. Still time for you. And do you uh, wanna uh, yeah,
0: Do you wanna listen? M- listen? Matthew Fort was like who's Oasis? <laughs> uh, <because> he said he's not listening to these Which just for just for anyone there oh, the, could hear that. So. The, la- the lady on Saturday Kitchen said, um, Matthew Fort said, Who is Oasis? Yeah. Okay. He really? Which sounds very typical.
2: I was watching the other night. And they, they, I think this year's theme is about music, isn't it? And they were talking about one of the dishes was inspired by the stone roses. And I was like, Matthew's not going to know. That. <laughs> I hope they've got some good researchers <laughs> to explain it to them.
0: Uh Okay, thanks, guys. Um, if anybody's got any comments on that they would like to send to us, please do. We'd love some comments. That would be nice, wouldn't it, guys? Lovely, That's lovely. Yeah. Um, here's Jeremy with how you can get in touch.
3: If you enjoy our prattlings about reading. And if you've come this far, we assume you must be. Please hit subscribe on your podcast app to get the latest episode every Monday morning. You can find us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod and search Facebook and Instagram for Real Reading Podcast. You can also email getreading at reachplc.com.
0: Thanks, Jeremy. That's it for this week. Um, as ever, uh, we will be getting back to interviews in the next few weeks. Um, but in the meantime, if you know anyone who you think would be great to interview for the podcast, please do let us know. Uh, the only prerequisite is that they must live or work in the town. and Most importantly, they must love Reading. That's it for this week. Um, we should have something out next week. Not sure what it's going to be. But uh, we will speak to you again on Friday. Bye. Bye.
3: You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast.
2: We apparently live in a society where people who go to
3: festivals need to be told that
2: putting their sleeping bags down the toilet is not a, not a very good idea.
1: Did you ever watch that programme, uh, Hunted, on Channel yes. 4? Yes, that was, you was brilliant. you see the yes. one where the guy came out of Reading Station yep. and chased him all through Reading yep. all along the canal and eventually caught him at
0: the Yes, man. that was Brilliant.